Thanks for joining us on the AZ Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Mike Luke, brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on with Wild Card Weekend right now. You throw down $5 on an NFL game, Wild Card Weekend, and if your team score or if your team wins, you get $280 in free plays. It's that simple. It's that easy. So go ahead and make that one happen there at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And just so all you know, that's where you should be. With uh, Bruce Pascoe, I am merely Mike Luke. Hello, Bruce. How you doing, my man? Good, Mike. Thanks for having me. How you doing? I appreciate you coming on. Just so you know, um, and I always tell this, I tell this story quite a bit, but I'm going to tell a story again. Bruce, um, you know what? When everybody's trying to cut their teeth, you know, uh, getting out of school, you know, what am I going to do with my first job? Bruce had about the first job that... Um, I don't know that you would necessarily say that it was ideal, but I don't know that you wouldn't say it was ideal either. Bruce, why don't you just briefly fill people in on what you got, what you're doing. And I got a story about the uh, magazine that I got behind me right there. Yeah, no, I I was lucky, uh, you know, pretty soon out of college covering UNLV uh, for the Las Vegas Review Journal. And, uh, it was the best thing about it, it, you know, not only were they really playing well at the time, this is early 90s, uh, but uh, it was just, uh, you know, kind of a learning experience. I mean, because you literally covered everything. You covered basketball, you covered human interest, you covered courts, you covered cops, you covered NCAA issues. And, and it was just sort of, I just got thrown in the fire, at, you know, in, in my you know, beginning off. And, and I think it's just kind of stuck with me and, and it's kind of helped me down the road as as uh, things kind of come and go on 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 this beat uh, covering Arizona now, it's safe to say that you spent more time in courtrooms in Las Vegas than you have in Tucson. Yeah, yeah, all they have. I have spent some in here. I mean, I can go back mm-hmm. to uh, Hassan Adams had a DUI case. I had to sit through that whole thing. There's been plenty of other, uh, you know, court and cop issues, but not to that level at, at UNLV, and 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 lately, not not almost at all. It's been you know, it's a different, it's been a different deal for sure. But, but, but occasionally, I mean, there's, there's always, there's always issues with every, with every team and, you know, the way, the the way it works. All right, Bruce, let's talk the transition from uh, Sean Miller to Tommy Lloyd Um, on the court. um, It's very difficult to say that this hasn't been a, uh, you know, this hasn't been a resounding success. You watch how this team plays, you watch how they get up and down and you always would hear coach or, you know, Miller say that, we're going to get up and down. We're going to run. Never really happened. Tommy Lloyd doesn't really need to tell you that he's going to run. You're going to watch it out there on the court. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was a, you know, I think it's one of those deals where you want to, you know, every recruit wants to hear that you run. And, you know, and, and to give Miller credit, there were some teams that ran more than others. I mean, he did he did adapt a little bit to his style of, of personnel. He would adapt his style of personnel, but I think you know what we're seeing now is you've got a philosophy with Tommy Lloyd that's basically we're going to run as much as possible. That's foremost, first and foremost, and he's finding guys that fit that. And I think that's you know I think that's why it kind of shook out the way uh, you know some of the guys that he talked into coming back, and you know like Kirk Reese, for example, I think because he knew that 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 he could fit in the system and i think going forward he's looking for recruits that'll fit it as well so it's it's a it's a little bit different and and yeah it should be you know it should be easy for him to to sell that to guys i know i just saw something the other day where uh you know um kylan boswell the point guard in 2023 mm-hmm. the five star they're looking at was talking about arizona style of play and you got to think that 
this is going to help them get a guy like him down the road, um, you know, just because he doesn't have to talk. He can, you know, Tommy Lloyd can just point to the stats and it's pretty clear what, what a point guard or anybody else would be doing in the system if they come to Arizona. Bruce, it's a little bit, it's a little different, but you were able, obviously you covered UNLV in its heyday, which was known for running, getting up and down, you know, the amoeba defense. You covered yeah. uh, Lute Olsen through his peak. When, when did you start? Uh, 97? Here are you? Here, uh, no, here I didn't cover them until 99. Uh, okay. I played baseball when I first came here, and I thought, a while there i might have you know i came in the the mid 90s and i thought maybe um you know we were covering pro sports in phoenix at that time and i wasn't sure the diamondbacks were coming they were you know they were just being born basically and so i thought that was a possibility and then then it, we shuffled some things around and ended up covering uh, arizona which has worked out really well and it's just you know and it's it's been one thing after another over the years it's just uh you know you know the great teams that you know towards the end of lou dolson here and then the transition you know, those two interim coaches and then uh, the Sean Miller era, the, the sort of rise and fall of that or whatever you want to call it. And, and now and now we're into another thing. So there's always something. And it's, it's sort of kept me, you know, kept me going. Really, It's interesting. On the court, this does kind of this feels a little bit like Lute Olson to me. And again, you know, Lute Olson's one of the 15 best college basketball coaches ever. So I'm not saying that Lloyd's going to have that success. But, Bruce, there were so many games in the Lute era. And, um, you know, you were able to cover a lot of them where the game would be like 17 to 14 and you'd get up to go to a soda, go to the bathroom and you'd come back and it was 31 to 17. Like yeah. they just hit you with that run just immediately. And that's kind of that's kind of reminiscent of what we've been watching here, at least so far this year. And that this team will hit you with a run when it doesn't look like you're playing well. And all of a sudden you're down. You went from being down three to up 13 in a period of about three and a half minutes. Yeah, you know, and the thing, and we'll see if this may, if this is sustainable. But the thing that struck me is that not only are they doing that, but for the most part, they're not letting up. I mean, they don't, they don't take their foot off the accelerator. They, they get up by, they'll get up by 15, 20 in the first half. And in the second half, they'll get up by 35, 40, and they end up winning by 50 on some of these teams. And, you know, I think Washington, you know, was a little bit different the other night last week where they were struggling relatively with them, you know, well into the second half. But that also was sort of a, you know, weird defense they're playing off of and, and, and coming back from a, you know, a long Christmas break made worse by some, some COVID cancellations. So, uh, you know, I can't really look at that. But, yeah, they just, uh, you know, they're they're just full bore all the time. It's, it's really impressive to see what um, Tommy Lloyd cover now covering Tommy Lloyd. Now, the thing that I like, the thing that I've always respected about you. And when I do tell, I'm fairly friendly with most people in the media, but the person that I do adore the most, and I'll always say this is Bruce Pascoe. Bruce is going to blush and say you shouldn't, but it's true. Bruce is the man. The one thing that I, one thing that I respect about you, Bruce, I'm not going to let you get out of this one. The one thing that I respect more about you than almost anyone else is you are that old school journalist and that you ask the questions that a lot of people just don't, you know, that just don't ask, you know, because everybody wants to be chummy with each other and whatnot. Take me through your mindset a little bit when you go into like a post game or when you do an interview, what are you trying to get out of the coach? What are you trying to talk about right there? Because it's definitely unique and it's kind of a, it's an old school mentality that I think is sorely lacking in today's media. Well, I mean, you know, I, well, first of all, I, I think I'm lucky in that I'm full time assigned to cover Arizona basketball. So, you know, and in fairness to everybody, there's
think you cut out there for a second. Bruce, you there? All right, we got Bruce. We got Bruce buffering. I think when Bruce, hold on just a second. I think Bruce will Bruce will be hopping back in here and just Bruce will be hopping back in here in just a second. Um, but I think what where I was going with that is that you know Bruce is the Bruce is the guy that will ask the questions that lot not a lot of people will ask. All right, we got you back there, Bruce. You're good. Sorry. I don't know what happened there. Sit unstable. No, you're connection. good. <laughs> Sorry about that. But no, don't worry about but it. no, but I feel good. like uh, yeah. You know, I just feel like, you know, it's my job to to, to go as deep as I can. Uh, you know, I'm lucky to be full time covering this team and, and a lot of other guys, uh, you know, uh, have other things that other teams are covering or other jobs are doing. And, and so uh, there's that. And, you know, I, I just look. As a thing. going out again yeah is it going out okay again? you're back you're back you're good yeah so anyway yeah, yeah, sorry you're good. okay uh um, good so i just feel like you know my my background's in you know kind of i'm a i'm a news sports writer basically and and so i'm always looking at the newsy angle as well as the team played obviously i want to cover what the team is doing and uh you know how how they kind of bring that emotion out two things in the post game you want to feel like what were their emotions when certain things happened? And then also uh, what were their decisions that went behind them for, and so the, that hopefully people can feel a little more knowledge about how the game actually played out that they might not have been able to know just watching it either in person or on television. So there, there's that. And then a lot of times there's just news from day to day, what's going on, is this guy hurt? Is this, you know, how does this affect your rotation? And, you know, and, and these are questions we all asked at time and then, you know, and then when there's people missing or, you know, suspensions or whatever, it gets a little bit trickier. And we've got one right now with Kim Aiken. And I feel like, you know, at the risk of asking that question too much, I just feel like, you know, here's a guy who's been away from the team for more than a month and it hasn't been explained. And he right. may very well have an issue that's a personal issue that is his business. And that's that's certainly respectable. But but there's a balancing act with sometimes uh you know fans need to know or uh, you know at least in general what what's going on and so those questions have to be asked and they're not they're, it's not fun i don't want to intrude on anybody's personal life if, uh, if that's what's going on but um but you know there's again it's a balancing act so you you know but sometimes you feel like it, you have to do that but that said there's been very little controversy or any hard questions that really have needed to be asked at this point with this particular staff you know i think I think we went through a lot in the last, you know, obviously in the last four years where it was, it was right. really tough. And, and uh, you just hope that, you know, you just ask the questions that need to be asked. And if they, you know, maybe a follow-up and then, you know, in a lot of cases, if they don't want to answer, then there's really no point in keep going and, and you let their lack of responses speak for themselves. And that's what we had to do a lot. And, you know, and, and then you hope in the long term that people you're dealing with, you know, recognize you're doing your job and, and you're not trying to, go after anybody. And, and I think, you know, I think most of the people I've dealt with over the years have realized that. And, and so in the long run, that, that yeah. does help. You. Now, I think when, when I look at this team right here, I think that a two part question here, first of all, foremost, I think the thing that's really shocked me, and there's been a lot of different things that have been really impressive, but Ben Matherin is one of the handful of best players in the country. It kind of feels like, you know, every single game, there's a point where, it looks like a team might go on a run and he stops it with a three or a timely bucket. You saw that against yeah. Illinois. You saw that against Tennessee, even though they lost that game. 
he's really kind of been the impetus to me for what they've been able to do because he's really kind of emerged as that frontline player right there going into Pac-12 play. What it, Watching him up close, Bruce, because I know you've got a really good seat at the home games right there. What, uh, what has stuck out to you the most about his improvement? Oh, just I'd say probably his consistency a little bit because you saw it last year at times. I mean, just the, you know, that game at Oregon State really jumped out at me where he, his first start, he had whatever it was, 32 or something, and right. just, just dominated. And he had a few games like that, but he also had a couple of two point games and, you know, just disappeared and, you know, didn't work out or whatever. And then this year, I think it's been, you know, especially after those first, three, four games when it seemed like he was struggling to kind of get to work into this offense because it is a different role for him more probably as much as anybody just that, you know, with the way Miller ran sets for him, uh, you know, last year and this year it's more uh, a free-flowing deal where he has to figure out where to be. And granted, guys are starting to look for him now, but it's it's a little bit more freelance and just kind of learning to read and react for everybody. And I think for him as, as much as anybody. So just to see him grasp onto that, and become, uh, you know, more consistent at the same time. And on top of that, doing it, you know, in really hostile environments in Illinois and Tennessee, he both, you know, played well in, you know, both those games. And those are really tough places to play where, you know, it'd be easy to get frustrated and, you know, or maybe get in foul trouble or anything like that. And, uh, you know, it was the same Ben Matherin we've seen. And, and that's probably the thing that jumped out at me the most. All right, Bruce, I know you're, uh, you're up against the clock. So I got a couple minutes with you. A couple questions here. You've covered teams in the past that could have won the national championship. 01 always, in my opinion, is the best team that I've ever seen here. There's been other teams as well. Does this feel like a team when you watch them up close that can, if things break the right way, win the national championship? Yeah, I mean, the the key there is, you know, and this is probably true with everybody, but the key is things breaking the right way and nobody getting hurt. Um, Cause there's, there's not a whole lot of depth on this team. There, there is some depth, but, especially if Aiken stays out, um, you know, you saw it the other night, I think they had what three or five points from the bench. I mean, you know, it's pretty much the starters that are doing it for this team, you know, with a little bit of hope here and there and, and depending on the matchups. And so uh, that, that'd be my only concern looking at it that way, uh, you know, in a, in a deep tournament run situation, you know, they're, you know, they're just going to have to keep having everything fire and all those cylinders, but they're certainly talented enough to, to make a, a run like that, um, you know, if, if, you know, again, if everybody's there and, uh, you know, and everything like that, but it, but it'd be interesting to see. I think we'll know it's, it's still a little bit hard to answer that question exactly right now because, uh, you know, they still haven't gotten into the depths of PAC 12. Thanks, you know, thanks right. to all these COVID pauses. I think, you know, it'd be a lot easier to answer this question if they had already gone to LA and played USC and UCLA, and then we would have known how they, how they matched up and, you know, maybe they would have taken care of that weekend, but, uh, you know, maybe some things would be exposed, maybe not, you know, but uh, we'll see. All right, Bruce. Now the college game has been changed entirely with the NIL, the name, image, and likeness where you got people that, you know, guys in, you know, endorsing products, guys endorsing um, different, uh, you know, avenues. And I think we're going to see that a lot here. So we haven't had a reporter, in my opinion, that's been able to enter yeah. the NIL scene. What about if Del Taco approached Bruce yeah. Pascoe about an NIL endorsement? Would that be an option? That would be, but I can tell, I can assure you that absolutely nobody cares what a reporter is endorsing or anything else. So I don't know how well that would go, but uh, but I will say, you know, they, they have a good product, a good price. So and it's near U of A, so you can't complain. Right. You're gonna. In fact, to I'll even say this. I'll, I'll even say this. Years ago, I went there once. 
and Jim Liven was in there eating lunch by himself. And I just thought that's also a good thing about Del Taco is you can go there and probably nobody's going to notice you if, you if you're somebody as high profile as Jim and uh, you can eat in peace. Bruce, I literally live about uh, two minutes away from Del Taco. So next time you go there on your uh, next time you go there on your lunch or you're reloading your gift card, let me know yeah. and I'll meet up there with you. All right. Sounds good. All right, Bruce, I know you got to run, but again, man, as always, I really appreciate your work. Uh, tell people really quickly what you're working on, where they can find you and everything. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Tucson.com. We bought that uh, domain a few years ago, and that's that's sort of the easiest way. We have the Wildcaster app, a real, if you sign up for that, you can even get, uh, you know, new email newsletters and push alerts where, you know, the buzzer story, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll send it to you right away, right away, anything news breaking and stuff like that. And then on Twitter, I'm just it's just my name, Bruce Pasco, P-A-S-C-O-E. And, uh, you know, go from there. But, but yeah, we try and try and be on, you know, and then we've got, the, you know, on Facebook, uh, it's all under Wildcaster and, and Tucson.com as well. All right, Bruce, you're my man. By the way, I want to give Bruce a special shout out. Uh, a while back, I was going, you know, transitioning from, you know, job to job, going through some uneven times. And Bruce uh, sent me, Bruce knows that I'm a basketball nerd and that uh, I've always been fascinated by what he did. And the uh, overall, I'm just going to pull it off. Real quick. Yeah, no, that's classic. This, this, this shows you though, and this is why I'll for always love Bruce. Well, amongst many reasons, Bruce sent this to me. And, you know, it really it really brightened up my day. And I got to say, every time I see it, I chuckle a little bit and I thank you. And I, I really do thank you, man. And I thank you for your friendship. Oh, yeah. No, thanks. Thanks for having me. And, and I'm glad you're making use of that, because honestly, it was in a box. And, you know, I look at it from time to time, but it was like I knew that you would get more out of it. Yeah. And it's, uh, and it's just kind of funny. Five you times know, a week. Augman and Sean right. Elliott, I believe, on the cover there. Right. Five times a week, people see that right behind me, Bruce. So, again, I appreciate right. you, my man. Awesome. All awesome. right, dude. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks a lot. again. Okay. Right, Take care. All right. Bruce Pascoe, one of my absolute favorite people in the entire media industry, one of the nicest guys you will ever meet, one of the most pure-hearted people you'll ever meet. Bruce, thanks again for hopping on there. Really appreciate you. All right. Now, we got some recruiting news to get to. Uh, Gene M., uh, got a question right here from you. We'll hop that in a second. But first of all, let's talk about the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. All right, great deal going on right now. You have wild card weekend coming up. You throw down $5 on an NFL game. And if that team wins, you get $280 in free plays, 56 to 1 odds. It's that simple. It's that easy. Now, you're saying, Mike, who should I pick? I would probably pick the Chiefs this week. The Pittsburgh Steelers stink. They have no business being in the playoffs, and the Kansas City Chiefs are good. That's basically where you go with that. Get $280 in free plays. Thank Mike Luke for it. All right. Now, again, this is for Arizona only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. If uh, you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. They'll get you taken care of. Again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Take the Kansas City Chiefs, and if you're not, a, you don't want to do that, I would maybe take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what I'd roll with. All right, let's talk a little bit of recruiting right now because there's definitely some good stuff going on right here. We're going to get to football in just a second, but Gene M asked about any insight into recruiting feels dry compared to Miller's. Well, this is a drastically different recruiting approach that this team is, or that this coaching staff has taken in that. You know, joking aside, they're going to be a little bit more 
they're going to be a little bit more, uh, I think, uh, specific with who they're recruiting. They're not just going to go for, you know, there's a five-star kid. We think that, you know, by whatever means necessary, we can land that kid. Uh, this is definitely a more a more precise approach. I'll put it to you like that. And uh, Bruce mentioned it. Kylan Boswell, top 25 kid, 2023 point guard, is somebody that I would expect, again, they, these things are fluid, but I would expect Arizona to have a very, very good opportunity to land this young man. He's the kind of guy, he's probably not a one and done, but he comes in in here and he would start immediately. Uh, Kirk Risa, depending on the eligibility with COVID and everything, would be a junior or a or junior or a senior at the time. And Boswell would land right in there. Boswell's a, he's not a great athlete, but he's incredibly skilled and he understands basketball. He's a guy that probably has an NBA future. That is the guy that right now, I think all eyes are pretty much on at this point. He is a, uh, again, he would be a really nice domino to fall right now. It seems like it's Arizona and Illinois. And uh, like Bruce said, Boswell just talked about earlier about how he was going to be the, uh, you know, he was going to look at it and, uh, but he really liked Arizona and he really liked how Arizona plays basketball, that style of play that we talked about. And I think you're going to see a lot of that going forward because it's a unique style of play that you have to be able to, uh, that you can sell. All right. Now we're going to get to football here in just a second, but Arizona Department of Health Services has a, Basically, something that everybody should hop on. Children five and older are now eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool we have to reduce the chances of getting COVID, uh, COVID sick with COVID-19. The COVID-19 or the COVID-19 vaccine uh, can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. It's free. It's highly effective. And so, just visit azhealth.gov. Find vaccine for a location near you. Everybody knows somebody that has been affected by COVID. Um, if there's any way that I think that we can all reduce our risk, re you know, to try to get back to normal, get in. If you can get in, get that vaccine. Um, and uh, again, there's the information that you have right there. Uh, we're all in this together. So again, that's where you want to go. Get that COVID-19 vaccine shot uh, if you can. Okay. Arizona football. Big, big new commitment. The, the, the fish train just keeps going. I just made that up myself. But all right, Tia Savea. He is a de defensive lineman from UCLA that just announced that he is coming to the University of Arizona. Top Former top 200 kid, one year removed, four-star kid. And a big get for a multitude of reasons. Because a lot of people are saying, you know, it's great. You got all these skill guys. You know, you got all of the, you got all the speedy cars on the perimeter. But I don't necessarily have anybody in the trenches. This this isn't an elixir for that, but this certainly is a guy that will come in here and I think will be able to change the equation almost immediately on the D-line. Because you look on the D-line, and again, there are some guys that could play a little bit last year. You had a Trayvon Mason who's moved on to the NFL. You had a Keon Bars. You had some guys. Jalen Harris is coming back. But this is the kid. This is the kind of big kid, the – Again, the four-star type guy that I think Arizona fans would really like to see come in here. And Arizona's not done either. That's what's fun about this. You've got probably five or six more scholarships that you can lay out. And again, that doesn't even put out there, you know, with attrition, maybe some 
guys moving on, maybe some guys staying, whatever the case may be. But this is the kind of kid that you need now. I feel pretty safe in saying that Arizona right now has as talented a wide receiving core as there is in the conference. And again, that's crazy to say because you maybe went from one of the least to one of the most right there. And it all starts with all the new additions. You've got the, you know, Totora McMillan, you've got a Key and Burnett, you've got a Jacob Cowing coming in from UTEP. Jacob Cowing, 1,300 yards, Totora McMillan, five star kid, Key and Burnett, four star pass catching tight end. You've got guys that are coming back, obviously, in a, a Dorian Singer, a Jamari Joyner, who I, I think could really surprise some people this year. So you've got those, I don't want to say taken care of, but you've got some guys for the quarterback to throw to. Now, you've also got the quarterback to throw to him now in Jaden Delora. You still got your quarterback of the future in Noah Fafita. Now, you got to start getting guys that are impact players on the offensive and defensive line. This is the first domino to drop right here. Savea, again, I don't know that he's going to start from day one, but this is a guy that, you know, barring something unforeseen, is going to be a contributor immediately and probably will be playing pretty pretty steady and if not starting pretty quickly. So you've got him in the fold right now. That's a big, big get, obviously. You still got four or five scholarships. That's going to be interesting to see. I would imagine they all go defense slash offensive line. Um, Jed Fish knows a lot more about this than I would do, but I think Arizona is probably, I think Arizona is far from done. And, you know, that's without, without going into too many details, there's definitely some other guys out there in the portal that would make Arizona better and would make Arizona better or immediately on the line. All right. You should, if you're not on the AZ Wildcats podcast, hit subscribe. You should be. You should be go go to GoPHNX. Check out everything that they got going on right there. You get a new membership. You get one of those really snazzy back the A t-shirts right there for free. If you go to the locker, all kinds of good stuff. T-shirts twenty nine ninety nine. Decals five ninety or four ninety nine. They got you covered. So before we sign off here again, I want to help you make a little bit of money by going to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Now, in the past, you've had some pretty good deals. This one's a little bit different. You've got a deal where you throw down $5 on a wildcard weekend, which are generally easy games to be able to pick, and or at least some of them. And if you win, you get $280 in free plays, 56 to 1 odds. That simple, that easy. Okay. And you're saying, all right, Mike, well, can you give me a little bit of advice? Well, sure, I can give you a little bit of advice. I would take the Kansas City Chiefs to smack the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you don't even need them to smack them. You just need them to win by one point, which feel pretty comfortable they will. You don't like that? You can always go with Tom Brady. Um, he'll probably beat the Eagles where you've got a Jalen Hurts in there. So, again, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX, and uh, subscribe to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Okay. We're good. We got a bunch of stuff coming up for you this week. Um, we got a post-game show tomorrow. So again, Arizona basketball back in action, 11 o'clock. Uh, we should be on about 11, about 11, 10 p.m., hopefully breaking down another uh, Arizona beatdown. Then we're going to talk a little bit Arizona women's basketball Friday. We're hopeful that we can get a coach on here uh, shortly to talk about everything that's going on. And um, got uh, got some other things in the works as well. But uh, for everybody out there, can't thank you enough. We'll be back with you tomorrow. And uh, for Bruce Pascoe 
I appreciate you again. I'm Mike Luke. You have been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Thank you.